You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hey guys, welcome back to the Power Bus. This is Abel. And this is his wife, Rosie. All right. You had a question? Yes. I sent you this post because I needed to know if it was true. Okay. It confused the heck out of me. Why did it confuse you? Okay, because I was scrolling through and I'm always researching on like love and men. I'm always trying to figure you out. You're researching on men? On my man. Oh. On your brain. Oh, okay. Mm. I have to research it on Instagram because you won't talk to me. Oh, really? Yes. This is the most talking you do all week. <laughs> Well, yeah, I it, guess I save it up <laughs> to give it to our, our audience and our Thanks, family. That's great. <laughs> no, no, really, I was going through and there's this web, this um, Instagram page that's called He Was Taught to Be This Way. Okay. Mm. So he. Run by husband. a man or a woman? Because if, if that was run by a woman, then uh, that's a little. I don't know. I it's a offensed. book. It's a, you feel offensed. I am offensed. Um, it looks like a man. All right. Just started, small page, um, and it seems like it's a book. But right okay. now I was just reading the quotes, the text, and I really, really liked it. Because it says, what does it mean when he says, I'm good, and doesn't want to talk? Do you understand? Like, I ask you, hey, well, how are you, babe? Yeah. Okay, and you'll say, oh, I'm good, or I'm good. Like, what does it mean when you say I'm good? Because this page said, if he says he's good, he's probably good. Right? But it can also mean that he's not good. So I'm like, what do you mean? It literally says when he says I'm good, it can very well mean he's happy and content and there's nothing more to it. But the phrase I'm good often serves, a, serves as a deflection. So I'm like, well, is good good or not good? Like, see, you guys complain that women do this when it's, it's fine. But at yeah. least our face shows it's not fine. Uh, you, I can't figure you out. When you say I'm good, what does it mean? All right. So I'm going to ask you. All right. Okay. When he says I'm good, but overthinks, are you feeling anxiety? Okay, that's what it says. This post says, okay, if he says I'm good, but what he does is overthink, then he's feeling anxiety. Probably, yes. Yes? Yeah. But how am I going to know you're overthinking? You're like pensive? You're like... Yeah. So I think... I think I'm good can mean a bunch of things, just to be kind of honest with you. Um, and, but, but like, just to be real, real honest, I'm good is, is very rarely I'm good. Really? Yeah. Rarely? Yeah. So you're not, you're very rarely good? Well, I think it just depends on how it comes out. Like my body language and the way it comes out. If it's a quick I'm good, like stop talking to me. I'm not good. Okay, okay, okay. So when you say I'm good, but your shoulders are shrugged, I know you're not good. But what yeah. does that mean then when your shoulders are shrugged? Are you sad? I'm not good. I'm probably sad. I'm probably stressed or, or frustrated or have anxiety. Okay, wait, but the, okay. And so I think then. people are like that in general. Well, maybe men, more men, because you girls will just, I ain't good because of this, because you did this, because you ate all the chips, you know? I thought everybody was eating the chips. <laughs> yeah. You get mad when I eat food. 
I don't get mad when you eat food. What are you talking? I, what are you? I know I get mad because you don't eat food. We've had this conversation like on three or four podcasts now. All right. All right. Ordering a fifteen dollar plate, eating what, two what? bites and getting full. Mm, getting guacamole <laughs> and getting a main dish. You know, you, you know, you can finish either one of them. You met me with a small stomach, and you knew. Mm. You knew I had altered my stomach. Yeah. So you can't complain now. Okay, but look, um, it says if he says I'm good, but but he isolates, he feels shame. I, mm, I don't know. If he says I'm good, but he shuts down, he feels guilt. If he says I'm good, but he avoids, he feels fear. Yeah, that one's true. If he says I'm good, but gets angry, he feels sadness. If he says I'm good, but shuts you out, he's frustrated. Oh boy, that one. Uh-huh. Mm, the last three months. The last three months shutting me out. I should have known. Why didn't I know this guy before? He's from Berkeley, California. And okay, so tell me that that was a post and I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, is it true? Yeah. A lot of those are true. I think guys, we were, we were raised to be that way because we just, we don't share our feelings. How do you, ra- how were you raised that way? Was it something indirectly? I think it was, I think it's society. Because they don't want to do that to Eli. I mean, to any of my kids. But mm-hmm. because we're talking about men, I don't want to do it to Eli. I want him to be able to just really express himself, say, I feel, yeah. you know, I know when he's mad because he'll throw something and knock me out in the back of the head, but I want him to say I'm really mad or mommy, right. I, that's not right. Or mommy, that's not fair. Something, you yeah. know, to where I can redirect or, or show him how to express himself. I don't want to tell him crying is bad. And I've made that mistake with Casey and now the yeah. girl won't cry. Like mm-hmm. someone's in the hospital and she's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to do that with her. Working on it with Sammy, you know, because they go through those stages where all they do is cry. Yeah. So I'm trying not to do this to the men in our family anymore. Right. Like, I want that to stop here. But how How were you taught? No one ever told you to say, I'm good. No, nobody ever told you to say, I'm good. It's just everything around you because men don't cry. Men don't show their feelings. Ooh, in the Flores family, none of us talk about nothing. Right. And... And so if you don't talk about nothing, you don't talk about your feelings. And then when you're raised by a single mom who is constantly stressed and worried and, and knows that she's lacking and feels bad, she thinks she's a bad mom, not because she's more. a bad mom, but yeah. because she can't provide enough and right. because she gets frustrated and well, because she can't do a lot. A lot of single moms deal with guilt. You know? yeah. yeah. And so, and so you learn to say, I'm good when you're not good. Wow. Because you didn't want to bring more burden on your mom. You don't want to bring no more burden on, on your parents or your mom, my mom in that case. Okay, but now as a husband, when you say you're good and you're not. Because why? I need to be strong for my family. Because I need to make sure that I have it together all the time, even though I don't or when I don't. Because Did I, Do I make you feel that or in general? Women, it didn't matter if it was you or wasn't. You're a very strong-willed person and you're very like... Uh, confident and you're like very like let's do it and get it done and, and you know um, I don't think I look like that or something like that but that's okay alright yeah, well, <laughs> um, and so it's just like you, you want to make sure that your family thinks you have every, have it all together which is why I did that while we were building this home you know right. uh, and I'm good I'm good I'm not good I'm freaking stressing out I'm upset right. as hell but you um, knew that I could tell I regretted certain things that I did like the, the 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 style of paint, the sheen that I put on the walls, I'm like, damn it, I messed up this and that, and you know, I should have done this, should have done that, should have just invested a little bit more money here, and you know, things okay, like that. Okay, can can I ask you something? What? Do you think it would have helped if you would have opened up during the process? I don't so think that- so because then we would have ended up having an argument, or this is what men think. 
I I didn't want to tell you certain things that weren't necessary. It didn't you didn't need to know that I was frustrated that I made a mistake with choosing the the sheen of the walls or something like that. You know, and by sheen I mean like heavy gloss and flat and all that stuff. For those of you that didn't understand what I was saying, it's basically but, really hard to keep these walls clean because we have kids and I have a vanity and makeup gets everywhere. Yeah. But then you can't wipe it off because there's no gloss. Because so then it spreads. It's, it's just, like it's a, a pain in the butt. It's like a matte lipstick or matte nails. You guys don't yeah. understand. So okay, but you're avoiding an argument. But now we have one or two years of matte walls. Wouldn't one five ten minute argument be worth more than two years of? like feeling messed up about the paint yeah i mean either way it was done but i'm frustrated about okay well before it was done before it was done before it was done what before it was done before you made the decision why not ask i didn't think it was a big deal wow okay i thought it was the same honestly honestly like i knew that like super gloss was ugly okay and, and for like and for like restaurants and commercial buildings and stuff like that but it was literally it went it went it went like eggshell, which is what we had in the Pico house, and mm-hmm. those walls were easy to clean. Mm-hmm. And then it went to this one. Yeah. But in it, and I'm like, oh, it's just gonna look a little. But bit. why did you decide to make those decisions alone? Because I didn't honest. Well, I think that's where the man kicks in, the pride kicks in. Like, ah, oh, they're not gonna know what I'm talking about. See, that sucks because we do or we don't know like the the terminology, but we know like, dude, we have a two year old man just. Yeah. He's going to have his hands everywhere, and I have yeah. a I'm vanity now, and I'm messy, yeah, and I'm clumsy, so let's just make it easy to clean. And that would have told you, like, oh, okay, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I think the you being I'm good, you know, and it, and it makes perfect sense because you wanted me to follow you blindly on the mm-hmm. house thing. I think every, I man wants, to- every man wants their family to follow him blindly and, like, just... Feel like, oh, you got this. You can do this. Do you know this. how difficult that is? Like, because I trust God. I'm, I'm trying to trust God and I know he's good and I know he's perfect. And even then it's hard to follow him blindly, just to be a hundred percent honest. I'm working on my faith. I'm working on jumping off cliffs, you know, whether it's, it's a business or my kids yeah. or my book, whatever it can be. It's like, oh, this is really scary, God. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can follow God blindly. And to be honest, we don't follow God blindly. He shows us through his word. He shows us through our past. He shows us through other people. He speaks to us. God isn't just like, listen to me because I said so. So it's really hard to do that with a man whose faults I see every day. Yeah. It, I can't follow you blindly. That's not fair. It's not a correct terminology to say. Blindly is like, I don't got to tell you anything. I don't got to say anything. I don't got to show you anything. You just got to trust my brain. But your brain isn't perfect. And it's not only, for instance, your house. Yeah. There's there's five other people here. Right. So I, I get you where that's a desire. But to be honest, I don't think it is a... Um, ideal or realistic expectation i'm gonna need you to talk to me because we're transforming as we grow you're not the same guy i met 10 years ago you're not the same guy five years ago you're not the same guy last year you're getting better each year and that's amazing but i still got to know where you are now so that i can trust you more Mm -hmm. or so that i can be like okay this is where we're going I, I, i mean i would need some type of words to let me know like okay i can trust him but blindly just seems unrealistic and i think that's just like a fantasy that that guys have where where they just want their family to follow him and then (coughs) you okay oh my tea (coughs) 
Okay. Sorry. You, you want me to call the cops? You want me to call the <coughs> fire department? Yeah, fire department would be nice. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we, we want to be followed blindly. Why? And what does that mean to you? It feels great to just be... It feels... Because see, when you're on a team and and when you're an alpha male or when you're an alpha male... Like, or when I've been a boss, cause I've been, I've been a boss in the sense to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. In, in, people have worked under you. Uh, I want to say like three or four jobs. I've mm-hmm. been either like a manager or the head of and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess in jobs, you, they, they, don't, don't, question they don't question you. you. You know, they don't question you. Oh, they question you behind your back. Yeah. Doesn't every boss get questioned? For sure. Behind but their back? they just do, they just do whatever they're told, you know? And, and I, and then right here, cause I have a, Cause I have freaking Rosie the Riveter and Harriet Tubman. Yeah, I am Harriet Tubman. I have, thank you. There's an, but there's I an underground railroad for sexual assault victims. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, thank you. So it's actually a compliment. So and, and you just and you, you do have a Rosa Parks. You quite, I'm yes, not going to sit in the back if I want to sit in the back. All right, and uh, you do question everything. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like I get questioned. You know, and okay, it's what, just like I don't question you on your music. You don't question because. Why do you think? Did you did you before? Um, yes. Yes. Yes, I questioned you in 2013 about your music a lot. Yeah. Um, and you can't say that I was wrong about all my questions. No, you're not wrong. You weren't wrong. But I think that I think that I've proven exactly. Right. right there right. you go. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. Hold it's on. It's not blind. No. You've proven. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, you'll follow me blindly in that because you know that I can do that. So exactly. in my head, wait, wait, in my head, in a man's head, it's like, she doesn't think that I can do anything else. That's not true. That's not what I feel. anything That's else. what you feel. That's not true. Yeah. That's not true. I, I never questioned you about She doesn't your... think I can take care of the kids, which is why she always constantly calls me and questions. Oh my gosh. Do I? You know, do you understand do I? That's how, That's a bad example. I never wait? call you about the kids. No, I'm just, well, I'm just, I'm talking about in general. Mm. I'm talking about in general, like women that do that. Mm. But let me, okay. You would question, you would tell me every single time that I would turn on the water, turn on the bath, to go and shut off the water. Like as if I was just going to leave it on. I did. We were just going to leave it on and it was just going to flood the whole house yep. and we're going to have a swimming pool inside the house. I did. That that was uncalled for. Like like you can't just follow me and believe that I know. Like you're not watching the water. I'm the one coming in and out. Yeah, I'm coming out for like five minutes. I'm coming back and it's still not where I want it to be. So I'm going to keep it running. It's, it's you know? Not, it, it's because... I think you're forgetful. No. And you forget or you don't know how to multitask. No, no, no. Yes, that's true. If I know that you're no. over here, if you get well, into a I song feel... while the, while the, while the water's running, that water's done. Okay, how many times has there ever been water on the floor because of Never. And how many times have you got on me about that? You we used to do it at least, you haven't done it in this house, but you used to do it, I think you even did it at Mikey's house to be honest with you, but you used to do it almost every time. Like, hey, well, shut off the water. And I know I gotta shut off the water, you know? Okay. You know? That's a good example. And, and it's like, it's that kind of stuff, but we just, we, it's a little stuff. Maybe that's that makes something, us feel that maybe way. that's something that I've learned from my mom. Cause you know? now that I remember, I mean, I wish you had told me before because so we could have had a whole year of, of this. Like yeah, when you, you notice something, you can tell me and I could be like, Oh, that's more of my mom. Cause that would being afraid of spending too much on water. Uh huh. Then me not trusting you with water. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of stuff right there would lead to stuff like uh, me getting upset or frustrated with you. And then it would lead to, I'm good. I'm not going to, I don't want to okay. have this argument then about it. Then I have it. an example for you. Go. You forgetting stuff like your wallet. And when we're in hotels, you forgetting the key inside. 
I hated that. having to remind you, dude. I hated where I'm like, I'm just, God, don't ask him. Don't ask him because it makes you seem like a mom. But I had to ask because you'd leave us out or you'd lose the key. or And I'm just like, we ain't got a key. All right. I think it happened once or twice. Too, where I'm like, I can't trust this guy with the key. Okay. And when, how many how many hotel rooms have you been in? Hundreds. Know, hundreds. 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 And it happened once or twice. And right. what did I do? It's not like I sent Rosie downstairs to go and, <laughs> and God forbid, she go down the elevator I'm and walk to the front heels. desk. I'm usually wearing heels. You know? So I got it handled. It was an extra five minutes, but, it, you know? and it, I it's know, just, but it's just, you think like, I, how am I, how can I help him? All I'm trying to do is help us mm-hmm. because you're trying to run this shit by yourself and I'm supposed to be your helper and you don't tell me how to help you. I'm trying to guess on how to help you. I think I could have helped a lot with this house. Maybe not, um, in, in all the areas, but there could have been things as a mom that I could have told you that's not going to work, dude, not with kids. That's not going to work with my mom. That's not going to work with me, yeah. you know, or Casey is going to need this. Casey needs more light in her room or Casey or, or, you know, Sammy and Eli, um, my, or my mom needs more storage space than Sammy and Eli. Equis, things like that. Thinking as a mom, oh, we need a linen closet. When would a guy think of a linen closet? He wouldn't, right? Yeah. But a woman would like siempre sabanas y cobijas or whatever. The the wall thing is the only thing where I'm like, I wish she would have communicated. Yeah. I wish she would have just asked. And and if you do ask, do you listen? Because you're ah, she, it's fine. It's not it's gonna look ugly. She doesn't understand that it's gonna look ugly. So it, the walls aren't gonna be that dirty. It's not I that mean, big a deal. No, I I would have listened. We would have had a conversation. I probably would have tried to explain to you what it is that I want and why I okay. want it that way. Have you ever done a house? Yes, I've done a house. You've done a house. I've renovated. I can I can flip a house. I'm talking. The well, scary part of this job was that we tore down this house and built it back up again. Which but first I, of all, I we didn't even know we were tearing. Yes, down because you didn't let me ask the the, the construction guys questions. Okay. If I would have just asked questions, but you didn't want me to look like a bee. Because to you, asking questions is a bad thing. You think that if I ask you how are you, it's because I want to fight. I want to get into your feelings. I want to argue about something with your feelings. I want to know every single detail that I don't have to know. Like it's never. Hey, I'm genuinely interested in how your heart's doing. It's never that. It's never like, dude, what should I pray for for my husband? Mm. Like, do I have to ask God because you won't tell me? And then I'm like, I think he's worried you, about his music. Like, you, why can't I just ask you and you say, you know what, babe? Uh, you know, I'm thinking of what song I should sing next. Cool. Got something to pray about. Well, you're do you understand right. how you make it harder for yes. me to help you? Because yes. I ask you, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. And I'm like, he's not. I could see the tension on your face. Like for three months, I'm like, dude, can you see your face? You're not talking. You're silent. You're mad. Like I could feel the Hulk under you, but you were just suppressing it. And I'd ask you, hey, babe, how are you? I'm good. And it's so frustrating because the whole house feels it, but none Mm -hmm. of us know how to fix it. Right. So when something breaks at the house, it sucks, but at least you know, all right, I got to get a plumber. But when you when you ask your man, are you good? And he doesn't tell you, it's really frustrating. We can't be your helper. We can't, right. and, and that's our, like, that's our, our privilege. That's literally, it gives me joy to help you. And it doesn't make me any less. It means, hey, I'm as strong as you. I'm as smart as you in different areas. I can put in a good idea. Right. I can put good input. Let me, let me do that. And it's not challenging you. I think you feel that as a challenge to your intelligence or your manhood or, and it's not, it's just like, that's what God told me to do. 
Right. If I were helping Sammy, if I were helping Casey, if I were helping my mom, if I were helping my brother Juan, it's not that Juan's less smart than me. It's like he can do it all alone. Like, I don't think it makes you more of a man to do it all alone. To be honest, I think it makes you non-wise and a little bit silly to think I got this all by myself so that she can think I'm awesome because that's not why I'm going to think you're awesome. Right. You being this superhero, Robert Downey Jr., yeah, I'm not. He's a cokehead right there. <laughs> he is no longer a cokehead. He okay. got over it. And All I'm right. sure a woman helped him. His mm-hmm. mama, his sister, his girl, somebody. Yeah. Um, I, I don't need you to be Captain America unless I'm, you know, your partner next to you at the same level. Yeah. What is she? What I is he? It. Whatever. I don't know. But I'm, and you're He-Man and I'm She-Ra. Is that reference good? Sure. Yes. No, you're right, babe. You're right. Um. I mean, as you were speaking, a few things came to mind, and uh, I'll share them right after the break. Is it time to put the heat back in your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg to their hearty breakfast fixings, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including their three brand new kinds, veggie, southwest style, and a protein pack scramble. Or you can just stick to the classics like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love in your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. All right, guys, welcome back. You're absolutely right about everything that you're saying. What? You're absolutely right. I, I'm sorry. I think my ears, my thing is what? You're absolutely right. No, no I um, I hate it when you mumble. It really like mm, uh, it messes with me when you mumble. Say that for the you, for the kids in the back seat. You are. You are absolutely. <laughs> you ain't Moses. You can speak. <laughs> You absolutely Christian left church. about everything. I'm absolutely left. Yes, not oh, right. No, no, no. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right you about what you're saying. You are the opposite of left. Yes, you're, <laughs> you're the opposite of left about everything. Woo! I'll take it. About what you're saying. Um, you know what? We 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 do want to be the damn hero of the story, and I think that these superhero stuff. Of like, nobody else is going to save Mary Jane. So Spider-Man is going to figure out how to do it. Um, and he's the only one that can do it too. Cause there's nobody else in his universe that can, that can do it. You always bring up that girl with the messed up teeth. Oh my gosh. And I need you to know, I'm going to have you real nice leave, teeth in a few days. Thanks to Dr. Pasha. Dunce alone. Kristen okay. Dunst is very cute, but she got some messed up teeth and you never noticed. Oh, just and because you love her. I liked Kristen Dunst growing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just take it easy. Right. I'm going to have perfect things. Thank you, Doc. Perfect teeth. Anyway. All right. So, I mean, we, we, we have that syndrome. We have that superhero syndrome in that we are the only superhero in this, in this, in this world, in our world, in our family. And we're the only ones that can clean up the mess. And we wanted to be the ones to do it by ourselves because we want everybody to come at the end of the story and just hug us and love us and say you're amazing and you're great. 
But you're absolutely right. I'm not the only superhero. You you're, you can also be a superhero too, and we can be a superhero family. We don't have to be. This doesn't have to be Spider Man. This can be the, the Incredibles. Incredibles, you know. And that's that's the way we grow up. And I think that that was bad. And mm. honestly, I truly think, as you're saying that, I do think that the, the superhero films and the superhero comics and the superhero cartoons growing up, they instilled that within us mm. and that nobody else can do this. It's mm. only us, you know? And it's these lone, these lonely people like Batman was alone, Superman mm. was alone, Spider-Man was alone, so you know? Good. And, and we just feel like we have to be those people. Because that's what we've always wanted to be. We've always wanted that moment. Mm. That moment of it's all on you. And it's the bottom of the ninth. And there's two outs. And there's three There's three runners on base. And if you hit this grand slam, you win the game and mm. the championship. And everybody loves you and lifts you up. You know? You don't think you've done that for the family? You just like, always want to have those moments. And I don't know. I mean, e- those highs, baby, those highs, when the, when they've ever come, when, you, when you're either an athlete or you're doing something or you single-handedly came back and won this or did that, those highs are just as, just as like, just as up there as I think of, of a drug, you know? And granted, yeah, I've never taken sure. drugs, but I those imagine. highs are just so, the, that euphoria, that orgasmic feeling, and, and that you, you just want it. You know, and so this is what you try to do with your family, and which is why I push you out purposefully. That way I can say that I did it by myself. That way you can admire me, love me more. Because if you help me do it and we I didn't do it by myself, then that doesn't give me a reason for you to trust me more. Mm. Does that make sense? It makes it makes sense the way you're saying it, but it makes me really sad that you're not seeing how you're great to me. Like the how you don't need to do it alone for me to think you're great. Um, or that even the way you measure greatness can be different from mine. I think our, I think greatness comes in a lot of little moments that build a life rather than that one moment every five years. Cause if yeah. you're thinking about being greatness in an album, well, then you're going to get greatness once a year because you're going to take a year to build an album mm-hmm. and then you're going to go on tour and it's like, whoa, you know, for one month out of the 12 months, you're, you're great. That, yeah. that's hard. I, the way that I see you is greatness in a lot of private moments. Cause I don't want to say less grand. I just want to say they're more private. It's stuff that only I see that you see that our kids see. And maybe I've made the mistake of not showing you how great they are, how amazing I think that you are, you know, when you do certain things with the kids, when I read to them, but then it's your turn and you're singing to them. And I'm like, dude, that's so great because it's a totally different part of their brain because I could never do that because it's, it's making them grow because my, our kids are so musically inclined and, and it's, it's different from what I do, but that doesn't mean that it's greater or that I think you're great because of it. I just mm-hmm. think that you being in that room with them, talking to them, praying with them, whatever you're doing is great. It's greatness to me. That's going to build our future worshipers in this yeah. family. Um, when you take Casey shopping because, and she says to me, mom, Abel makes this so easy. He makes it so fast. You know, she has four parents and you're the favorite one that she wants to go shopping with for school. That's greatness to me. And, and it's, and I could do it and you probably are good at it. And, and when I go, I can help. And, but it's great because of, of the feeling that it takes for you to do it, the time, the intelligence, like it's, 
it's not that you did it by yourself. Yeah. I, I don't, that's like the wrong thing. I see great qualities in you, but it's never like, I've never thought, oh, he did this all by himself and that's why he's great. That's yeah. never, ever popped in my head. In fact, I always think wise people ask for counsel, which is what the word says. I so think, when you don't ask for counsel, I'm like, Ooh, it probably could have gone a little better if you would have just asked him. And we don't, we purposefully don't ask for counsel because we want to be able to say that. We did it on our own because Spider-Man didn't ask for counsel because Batman for sure didn't, you know? And I think that it's that, that issue of wanting to look like a superhero to your family. But, but I, I think, think, I think it's absolutely wrong. You're absolutely, you're right. You're but right if you even that. think about the Spider-Man films or all the films, it's not like how far he can jump. It's not, it looks cool, but in the end, it's the real story the mm -hmm, in him, it's, it's somewhere in his heart, somewhere in his mind, somewhere in his character. He elevated as a person more than the hero. Yeah. Do you understand? And that's what made him awesome yeah. because the bad people, the bad guys, they could do some of the pretty cool stuff too. They yeah. can jump, they can, you know, shoot far. So, but they have no heart. They have no mind. Their, you know, their intentions are wrong. So to me, your greatness comes from your heart. Yeah. More than your talent. Your talent is really cool. And, and I love your talent. But to me, if you were talentless, but still had this heart, I, I know you're still great. Right. And no one has to notice for me. I, I've known you were great in worship since I met you when we were only in front of 200 people at church. Now you have millions of views, you know, for songs. And I'm like, people just found out a little late mm -hmm. and they still don't know. So your greatness came way before that to me. Mm -hmm. I, that's just how I am personally. I don't know if that's how women are, but you know, to our listeners, to our friends, to our spouses listening, maybe we're not showing our man what we think greatness is. And he has been taught that greatness is I'm good. I ain't got a problem. You know, um, I, I'm Superman and I'm your superhero and they are, you are a superhero, but maybe we haven't defined to you what superhero is. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't need you to say I'm good. Some of the moments that are like engraved in my mind of greatness is when you were so vulnerable and, and allowed. Really? Yes, babe. Yes. I remember exactly. Like really? We were driving and you said, Hey, babe. Just want to let you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I wouldn't want to do it. I just needed you to know that there's a little bit of a niche, but I'm fighting it. Dude, I was like, he's so great because that's so hard to do. Being vulnerable is much harder than breaking something or being vulnerable is much harder than following directions and building a table. Yeah. You know, that to me, it's like, whoa, he really took a step out. Yeah. He really, you know, or... Or, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know that you're great when you go and help your little brother. Like, Hey, I got to talk to him, man. I, you know, I, I need to help him in this. I'm his guide, you know? Um, greatness is, I don't know when, when you were afraid and you stepped out anyway, mm -hmm. I'm like, Whoa. And, but how did I, I had to know that you were afraid first. Yeah. You, you recording a song doesn't seem that scary. It doesn't seem. <laughs> It doesn't seem out of common. It's it's common. Abel's going to record a song this week. But yeah. if you had told me before, hey, babe, I'm scared because I, I, I'm i trying to figure out my style. Echo's not my style. And I'm transitioning. And so-and-so song doesn't feel like me anymore. I'm like, oh, but he did it anyway. But he took that risk. So it doesn't even matter if the new song gets millions of views. To me, it's like he was great because he went for it. Yeah. And, and he figured out that's not my style. I'm going to go for something else now. 
it's it's different. I I think. Okay, say um, Amor Sin Condición having how many millions of views now? I don't know. Like even, 20 or something. Okay, 20 million views. I don't even measure by the number. I, I measure because I remember that time in your life and you went for it. Yeah. And, and, and you figured something else about you. And I'm like, man, that's great. So I stopped measuring after a few million. The last million I had was 11. Just so I, I'm not measuring. It's not like, oh, he's greater and greater and greater if he goes to 30. Mm-hmm. No, you were... You were great to me when you said, I'm going to do it. When you figured it out, no one's done it yet. I'm going to be the first one. I said, oh, that's a great idea. Go for it. You know, and, and you did. And not only that, but you've been the best one. Yeah. Um, and you didn't do it alone. You needed musicians. You needed an engineer. You needed people that know their field. Yeah. So let me be your engineer. Let me be your guitar player in some way. Let me be... A producer that says, oh, no, girls aren't going to like that. Boy, you know, I don't know about boys. I don't know about kids, but I know 38-year-old girls. Yeah. So. I think uh, I think it's a, it's a new time and it's a new age. And I think guys can really stop having that superhero syndrome. Well, we, we choose to leave out information. We choose not to tell people stuff because we don't want them to see us anxious, nervous, sad, upset, or frustrated. And I want to start living our life as if we are the Incredibles, as if we are all super in our own way and we all have something to bring. And we can really do this as a team, you know, yeah. get stuff done or, or, or work problems out and problem solve. And I, yeah. and I pray that for not only myself, but every man out there yeah. that struggles through this stuff. Because I need you to know, babe, and that when you shut me out, I don't think you're greater. I think I'm lonelier. Mm-hmm. I think we're disconnected. I yeah. think. We're not being wise and that I have some strengths that you can use too. Yeah. Um, I don't, I never feel like, oh, he got it all together and he don't need me. And that's why I got him. I got a man that don't need me. I don't, I don't need to feel that. Yeah. Um, I feel we're closer when we're building something together. Um, and it's, it's just never shutting me out, never works, but bringing me in. Maybe I can't help you one bit build a table but i can bring you the tools yeah maybe i can't help you one bit choose a song but i know i can pray about it and god will, and god will give it to you yeah and the credit can still be all yours and i'll still think you're great i just need to know that we're doing it together yeah no you're right baby that's so pray. to all you ladies you know don't lose hope talk to your man i think we have to do our part in in that we tell him in in certain words constantly the way he's being a superhero the way he is your superhero he doesn't have to be everybody's superhero but your superhero if your man does one thing right tell him that one thing and that'll motivate him to do other things because if you're pointing out the nine things he does wrong only you you're doing too much at least do one and one you did one thing wrong but you know what you wash the heck out of those plates like they are spotless and i'm so thankful because i don't have to you know do them or whatever just the one thing he does right and focus on it and cheer him on about it Mm. and you're not being fake it's the way we learn to cheer on and build up our men stop breaking down your man so that instead of feeling like a superhero he feels like a constant failure because that's only going to send him further away from you he's going to continue to say he's good when you know he's not and then our younger generations of men are going to see that so just 
Pick a thing that your husband is doing well and let him know. And the things that he's afraid of and the things that he doesn't know how to do, ask him just, hey, babe, if, if I help you, can we do it together? Maybe he doesn't want to hear the word help. Maybe he wants to hear, can I be involved? Like, I think it's so cool, babe, that you're fixing this car. Can you teach me? And maybe that terminology can be different because if he teaches you, he's still a hero in your book. So um, let's just pray. You want to pray about this yeah. one, babe? Okay, go for it. God, I just ask you to... Touch every man that's listening to this podcast and even, even touch the men, the husbands of the wives that are listening to this podcast as well. And I ask you, Lord, to just take away that syndrome of just wanting to do mm-hmm. things all by themselves and wanting to be a superhero all by themselves and not asking for help and all that stuff because it, it's not necessary. All we want to do is just be seen as great and as amazing in our, in our family's eyes. And when we do that, it's, it's, it doesn't even matter if we do it correctly and we mm. and we succeed because they, my wife was right she feels more alone than ever when i don't put her in so god i ask you to just change our mentality and help us to be a family full of superheroes a family that that just everybody has their own part that can do this and everybody can just really put in their two cents and, and get these things done and problem solve and god i just ask you to just change that change that within mm. all these men father that we don't have to be like our grandparents. We don't have to be like our dads. That, that mm-hmm. times have changed mm-hmm. and we can be more vulnerable and we can speak mm-hmm. to our wives more openly and not be seen as weak and not be seen as less of a man or, or not as good as, of a man as, as this person or as Denzel Washington that we see him in John Q or Training Day or, mm-hmm. or Aunt Will Smith and Bad Boys or whatever. God, just help us, Lord, not feel inadequate compared to people that we've seen either on TV or in person mm-hmm. or our fathers. God, I just ask you to just help us, Lord, be closer to, than ever. Mm-hmm. and be able to just be open, more open than ever with our spouses and uh, help these women be able to speak to us in a yes. way that can really help us feel safe help. to speak and open yes. up. Yes, Thank you, God, so much for today and uh, that from this day forward, I am no longer going to be alone yes. and that we're going to be a family full of superheroes. Yes. In Jesus' Thank name Jesus. I pray. Amen. Amen. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.